Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Rose Shearer here and welcome to the show. I am once again recording from my happy place in Penticton, British Columbia. Got a chance to come up here for three days quickly before the crazy week of the Christmas rush. And I took it because I am always calmer, happier. I don't know. The energy is just better here for me. That's a really what this boils down to is better for me. So I was up here on a bit of a business trip um, doing some sales calls for a friend because I know a lot the wineries. Wine, wine is my love. And, you know, often I know I would probably have a cleaner, less expensive, slightly healthier life if I just quit drinking altogether. But wine is just, it is a gift <laughs> in my world. And so I, I can't let that go at this point in my life. I monitor it. I try and not overindulge too often. I don't drink during the week. I have my own high-functioning habits in place to stay as healthy as possible. But there is nothing more enjoyable for me than having a glass of something that suits the food I'm eating, the mood I'm in, the place I'm I'm, uh, resting or relaxing, just... There's everything about it. Now, I have a formal education in wine as well. So I was very lucky to be introduced to wine, good wine, taught about wine by an ex who was very, very much into into New World wines. And I picked up on that. So I never drank growing up because I, I had a household uh, parents that didn't drink. And so it, alcohol was something I didn't discover till I was 18. And by the time I was 21, I guess, maybe or so, my introduction to alcohol was single malt scotch, gin, and Cabernet Sauvignon. (laughs) So I didn't ease into it lightly with, um, you know, kitty drinks, something full of sugar, a little white wine spritzer, right right into the good stuff. Now, of course, I'm a celiac, so the, the, the whiskey, the rye, the single malt scotches, they had to go. They are an annual treat or if I'm traveling, I've been to Scotland and I was in Edinburgh and I just, I went pub crawling every day for lunch, finding some new single malt and some sort of uh, bangers and mash dish. Like I just love sausages and mashed potatoes. Like that was, (laughs) I'm a health nut with my vegetables and fruit and everything, but I do have to say that was divine for a week when I was there. That was just divine. So I'm up here doing sales calls and handing out, just kind of doing that uh, business to business introduction thing. And then there's someone else that will come in um, and follow up on the leads and that sort of thing. And I definitely am not wine tasting in all these wineries because (laughs) I wouldn't be able to drive. But there was one place that I hadn't been into for a couple of years and I loved the story behind them. A little bit of a maverick, you know, someone that just got really sick and tired of the heavy prices and the snobbery around the wine industry. And he's sort of a bit of a rebel and he's got a winery up here called The Hatch. Something I think to do with hatching a good idea. I'm not really sure. The labels are hysterical. And they have grown like gangbusters. They've bought a second winery, they have bought a cidery, and they bought a country and western brew, ho- uh, brew pub. 
it's so they've got five now things under their corporate umbrella and that's really not the point of my podcast today it's about meeting amazing people I believe her name was Michaela she was a young little redhead that uh, ginger to ginger we had a good we had a good time that was helping us her knowledge was unbelievable, which she delivered flawlessly with a smile, with a laugh, no pretension. We joked. Uh, she just gave amazing customer service. So I laughingly joked with her and I said, Michaela, there's a very good chance you'll be on my podcast this week. And I was, as I was leaving, I was thinking, I do need to talk about this. Why? Because there is an expectation, I think, in a lot of us that... When we watch the news and the negativity and all the yuckiness that's going on in the world, that when we leave our home, we're going to experience that. Well, only if you attract it. I attract stuff like this. I truly believe I do. I, I enjoy people. I always give them the benefit of the doubt and give them as much space to be the best version of themselves as they can be you know, without criticism and, and just being snarky. And I see so many people that are just so rude, especially to retail people. And, you know, we got to get over this stigma we have about some jobs being better or less or more than other jobs. I am always so grateful for someone that serves me and looks after me. So grateful. And a lot of people that do those types of jobs have the sacred gift of service, which is why they enjoy it, they do it, and are good at it. And I'm grateful just like I'm grateful to my garbage man because someone is willing to do that job. I don't care what we pay them. Pay them well because I'm just grateful that someone's doing that job. So when I go out, I never expect people to be rude to me. So when they are, it's always a bit of a shock. It doesn't happen very often. And it, it makes me laugh a little bit now because I just shake my head and go, oh, what is wrong with them? Because clearly they're damaged in some way. They're holding pain that they're lashing out around with, you know, around everyone around them. So I believe we attract what we expect to. And I expect to go out into the world and get met with kindness and politeness. And I think we lose sight of that sometimes when we're living on social media, watching mainstream media, uh, news and things that is all controlled by corporate and government. Even if it's not as bad as China and Canada as far as, you know, the censorship. Most things in the world you have that information based on someone deciding whether you should have that information. And I'm not an advocate of that. But what can happen is, the bottom line is, that's what comes into our homes and on our devices every day. And we can get very depressed and caught up in that negativity, in all the bad news. Now, I'm of an age where when I can say, when I was a kid, the news and paper uh, and, and on the TV always had the, you know, the, good good public interest story you know the happy story and that just seems to have gone the way of the dodo bird we don't celebrate enough and we're all guilty of it because we are guilty of that sensationalism that uh what's the how do i describe this that need to see the car crash you know what i mean why the traffic all backs up when someone has a fender bender because the looky lose you just you literally can't help yourself you just can't help yourself looking at a train wreck. And life, we can take that and apply it to our lives as well. So it was very wonderful to go out and have a wonderful day doing something that I love. 
Now, I'm married to an actual salesperson. I am more of a business-to-business, introduction, people relationship type person, as you can probably imagine if you listen to my show regularly. Um, I do find that, that exhausting more in my life now than I, than I used to, so I'm pretty tired today, but it was worth it. I don't want to not have that memory. Uh, the hip is very sore. You know, my right hip is uh, bone on bone in one section, so I'm waiting for a hip replacement. And I've been two years dealing with this terrible chronic pain. And that as well, besides all the crap that we let into our uh, subconscious with the news and the social media, it's wearing. Living in that kind of chronic pain is, is exhausting and it's very, very wearing. And despite, you know, seven years of my fibromyalgia where I took no drugs um, other than like the first few months where we tried some things, they did not work well for me. I got suicidal on one of them and it was like, we need to find a better way. So we went holistic and did everything we could to manage symptoms and keep, you know, myself healthy and now, after all these years, I'm living on, you know, nerve blockers and some pretty heavy-duty painkillers just to function. That is going to come to an end, which is wonderful, but that can be very depressing, and it's, it's just tough to take. And so when I have those happy memories when I go out and I meet amazing people and have wonderful experience, I hang on to those thoughts and memories and, and experiences for the times when I'm feeling really down because I know they will pass. I don't have to live, we as people do not have to live and set up house in a temporary feeling or a temporary situation, okay? And we tend to do that. So I really just sort of wanted to celebrate today and this is going to be a shorter podcast. It's just a a bit of encouragement of we attract what we put out there and I, I guess that's really where it comes down to the scripture, do unto others as you would have done to you. People that are just nasty, bitchy, mean, sarcastic, judgmental, they love to complain and bitch about everyone around them being that way. And I always giggle to myself because I'm like, well, of course that's what you're seeing because that's what you're attracting because that's how you're behaving. And you can watch it and you just kind of shake your head. I think one of the posts on the Facebook, uh, the, the Instagram page this week was, if someone insults you, pause and look at them and say, are you okay? Because it's not about you. <laughs> it's, it's almost never about you. It's about them. People that lash out and hurt other people, they're dealing or not dealing with their own internal pain and trauma. And where your growth can come into it is, don't take things personally. Let's go to the... Let's go to the um, Four, three agree- four agreements from uh, from Ruas. What's one of the, what's uh, number one? Or don't take anything personally. Always do your best. The other two have left my brain for a second. But if you've never read that book, I highly recommend it. Like it will change how you approach pretty much everything in your life. Sorry, I, I paused just for a second because I wanted to make sure if I'm going to recommend this, I've got the right thing going. Yeah, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And I follow, I think it's his son uh, on Instagram. And there's just days, I sometimes wonder if we knew each other in another life. Because even if I just see his smiley little face, my heart lightens. I don't know what that is. I have quit questioning it. It is an energetic reaction to seeing him. He doesn't even have to speak or say anything. I don't even have to read whatever he posted on Instagram. Energetically, I connect with that human soul in such a strange way. 
and I just am grateful. Again, I just just say thank you and move on with the gratitude because that is life. And I almost didn't go yesterday. And my girlfriend of mine, Birta, said, I talk about her, I know a lot on this podcast, but she was like, Shelly, you were kind of excited about going out and doing this chore and having this day. And I took the dogs with me even and just let them get out every couple wineries and run around when it was convenient and easy. And it, a lot of the wineries up here, very, very dog friendly. Plus it's off season. And in the past, even five years ago, let alone 10, none of the thing was open in the wintertime up here. But now everything's open year round. Or at least maybe until Christmas, New Year's, and then maybe places will shut down because it's gift giving season. Uh, for a few months, it is exciting to see. It's just so exciting. And a lot of these wineries are doing outdoor patios. And that's the, the product that I'm promoting for, uh, for a friend is these heavy-duty screens that can give you fantastic outdoor space and can resist gusts of super, super high wind and don't come off their tracks. So that is a big thing up here now. People realizing, you know, COVID hit. You couldn't have all these people in an indoor crowded space. They needed to move outside, make more room kind of sounds like our lives, doesn't it? Oh, is that a good analogy? We don't need to stay inside in our crowded little bodies and our little heads. We need to move outside, expand our deck space. (laughs) Get some protection, some wind protection if you need it. But it's a good analogy for our life. And nobody minds someone coming in and giving them information if if you're polite. No one wants to be hard sold. It's just, here's information. If it's of interest to you, I'll follow up with you in a week or two. No problem. No problem. What are you expecting day to day, week to week, when you step out your front door? Do you expect to meet someone that uplifts your day? Do you think to yourself, I'd like to be the person that uplifts someone's day today? I'm, I'm just, I'm just posing the question because you will be so surprised at what you attract when you change your frame of reference. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell.com. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>